back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weekends. Again, this is Bigger Than the Score. I am Harrison running the board here. We got the new host, Antonio, filling in for Pete Ferguson. And now we got a full room of guests. We got Ellie Ekman, Phil Maynard, both in studio as well. But, you know, I'd, I'd say we're pretty much at this point now where it's safe to hand it over to Antonio. And, uh, Antonio, I'll go ahead and ask you to kind of get a little bit to know, ask about these guys, kind of figure out uh, what they're up to. Thank you, and tell me a little about yourself. Well, hi, Antonio. Uh, my name is Phil Maynard. Uh, I'm an educator for Lincoln Public Schools. I've been teaching for about 23 years now. Um, let's see. I started with Lincoln Public Schools in, in 2001, and I went to school here in town and uh, have been a teacher since... Uh, then went to taught at Belmont here in town, which I know that you're an alumni of as well. Mm-hmm. And then I taught in Chicago public schools for a while before coming back here and, and teaching at Brownell. And now I'm over at Saratoga where I'm the instructional coach. Uh, I've got a family of three. My son Parker is the same age as you. He's going into, he's a fifth, sixth grader over at SCO. And, um, other than that, I've got a dog and a cat, a dog named Bear and a cat named Link <laughs> after our, uh, Zelda. We're big Zelda fans at our house, so uh, that's how that cat got that name. But other than that, I'm a, I'm a pretty low-key guy. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. Good. <laughs> it sounds like you've been all around the place. <laughs> I, I have. I've been a, a few different places, and uh, I, I'm loving being at Saratoga right now. This is my fourth year there, yeah. That's incredible. And, uh, again, I do want to get to the text line here, 402-464-5685. We do have uh, Pete Ferguson shouting out. He said, uh, go ahead, Antonio, making it happen. Uh, for all those curious, he's in Salt Lake Airport. Uh, and he says, go Lopers for the four on O on the weekend. So, of course, Pete Ferguson going to shout him out. Um, Neil says Antonio was fantastic and modest. He stole the show away at the annual youth rally. And if we've got some time, I kind of want to go ahead and ask about that as well. But, Antonio, I'll let you go ahead and introduce our next guest, Ellie Ekman. So, so tell me a little about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Ellie Ekman. I'm a 10th grader at Lincoln Southwest High School. I participate in volleyball and tennis and choir. I'm also part of FBLA and I'm an ambassador for Southwest. Um, I have a little sister named Harper. She's nine years old. She's in third grade at Adams. She's really fun. She's like my favorite person in the world. <laughs> and then um, both my parents are in the education world. Most of my family is actually. So I was able to grow up with a lot of school-related and education in my family. So um, As you were talking, Ellie, you said ambassadors. Can you tell me a little bit more? I, I'm mm-hmm. curious. What is that ambassador role? So ambassadors are people that give tours to new students. So when a transfer comes in or like when freshmen come in, like we're able to give them tours, answer questions about high school, basically just make the transition a bit easier for them so that their nerves are kind of washed away. That would make me feel more comfortable, I think, coming <laughs> yeah. into school, not just trying to find, I think this is my class. Well, let me help right, you. Yeah. That would be very helpful. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, uh, you know, is there, Antonio, is there anything you, you know, you kind of want to ask Ellie, you know, as she's further along in school that maybe you're curious, you want to know about as it kind of looks like as you get older up there in school? 
Um, so how do you balance all your schoolwork and uh, what you do for your sport? It's definitely hard finding that balance for like, especially when I have practice after school and games, you really just got to like manage your time well. So I have block scheduling at Southwest, which means I have longer classes. So luckily I do get some time in class to usually work on a bit, but also just like right when I get home from practice, it's right to like my textbook or right to my Chromebook, just working on whatever I need to. Um, yeah, just managing that is really important, I think. I think that's a good question, Antonio. You think about as you're getting older, how are you going to balance those two worlds? You've got athletics, you've mm -hmm. got uh, other activities that you're in, but you also have the academic part of school and trying to keep those worlds together yeah. and, and trying to maintain positive goals in both those aspects. You've really got to be organized. For sure, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Antonio, you know, obviously you don't have as much as on your plate right now, but hearing about some of the things you do already at the sixth grade level, how do you kind of handle your time? You're obviously young, but you involve yourself in a lot of things. How do you stay focused? Um, usually I just, I would, uh, I don't put things like to the last, till off to the last minute. I like just wanted to get it done and I schedule out like what, what I have, what activities I have and what needs to be done. Absolutely. Uh, and again, I'm sure uh, Phil Maynard is an expert on staying organized. Um, do you have any questions for Phil Maynard on his expertise for staying organized? Because you said it yourself, he's a man that travels quite a bit. Oh, yeah. He's been around. Um, organized, yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer in checklists, man, writing things down and crossing them off once I get done. If you look at my desk, I got a lot of different sticky notes. I got a lot of different lists that you might see a line drawn through. You might see some of the question mark by that I'm going to get to later. But I'm a, I'm a big believer in lists and, and trying to make sure that I'm prioritizing the right things and not just doing the things that I want to do, but the things that are important as well. Absolutely. And then, uh, Antonio, you know, right now, um, you know, what are kind of your, some of your interests, you know, I don't want to say career paths you're looking to, but there's there any, you know, kind of occupations right now, even if it's a pro soccer player, um, something that you really think is cool that, Hey, this might be when I get older, I want to look into. I was guessing radio DJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really interested, uh, uh, being a doctor. Like, okay. I think that career path would be really cool. What is it about being a doctor? Is it uh, the aspect of helping people? Is it the money you make? Because, I mean, hey, that's a fair <laughs> argument to make. Um, helping, helping people is a big part of it because, like, I just want to help as much as I can. Absolutely, and that's always a good cause as well. Um, and you know, I, I kind of wanted to get to know Ellie a little bit more as well. Um, you know, and Antonio, do you have any questions for Ellie, kind of regarding, you know, how she going through school? You know, kind of had to get focused and figure out that kind of time management we talked about. Uh, but in terms of just finding, I don't want to say this, you know, finding good friends, good relationships to build around. Um, you know, any questions regarding to her, how to handle those interactions with teachers, how to treat them, um, and how to get that best classroom relationship experience. Um, well, I wanna, I wanna ask: Is there anyone who like helps you out in particular? Who like helps you get through school? Um, I think all my teachers like are just real like big helpers through that. Like, I respect them so much. They like. Their job is to help kids, and they definitely do an amazing job of that. And all my teachers are really good at, like, helping me. So if I ever do feel like I'm struggling or I do feel like I could understand something better, I definitely feel comfortable going up to them and asking them, and I know that they'll help me as best as they can. I also think with, like, the athletics part of it, like, my teammates are going through the same thing that I am. So, like, we can all help each other, and, like, 
if we're in the same class, we can study together, like, after practice or on bus rides. So, like, definitely finding that group of people that has similar interests, I think, can help you. And then just, like, building those strong relationships with your teachers, I think, also is a big part of school. And then I kind of want to ask the whole room this, you know, because I can remember, you know, a handful of teachers that I had growing up uh, that really did have an impact. You know, I remember uh, them for a lot of the great things and morally just being good people, too, that really impacted me. You know, I'll start with you, Ellie. Is there any teachers? And if you want to name them by name, that's great. If not, you don't have to do so. Um, that really had a significant impact about them. And what was it? Was it just the extra time they took to talk to you? Was it the extra interest in your classes? Um, was there ever a moment that a teacher did something that really had that impact that you think all teachers can maybe replicate? Um, I feel like all my teachers throughout like every grade level have just been amazing. Like It's hard to name a few. One that really stood out to me was Mrs. Davis at Scott Middle School. She's my math teacher, and she just really made sure that every student like was being under, like understood what was going on. Like she was more about the learning instead of the like outcome. It was more about how you got the answer instead of did you get the right answer. So I think that really just helped me like think about it that way, and just helped me be more open and confident about making mistakes too. I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Antonio, what about you? You have any great teachers that you know maybe uh, had a really unique way or just a uh, great relationship with you that really helped you along the way? Um, my fifth grade teacher, Bobby Ehrlich. She she was a great teacher. She showed love to every single person she encountered, and she just helped me out a lot through fifth grade. Absolutely. And then, uh, Phil, I'm going to ask you to rejog your memory a little bit here. No. <laughs> yeah, i got to get my DeLorean here. Um, but talking to Antonio, I, I, I know Miss Ehrlich, and she's fantastic. I was fortunate to work with her at Belmont for many years and, and definitely one of the best that I've ever had the chance to work with. Um, I am. I'm going to go back. This is my fifth grade teacher in Hastings. Uh, her name was Miss Fike, and she's probably one of the main reasons I'm a teacher, was a teacher after that when I grew up. Um, she made you feel welcome. You walked in that classroom and you felt like you were a part of something bigger. Um, she'd always check on you, not only about academics, but everything else. If you were doing something, I, I remember I wrestled as like an alternative activity when I was like in fifth grade, 102 pounds, <laughs> real tough back then. <laughs> but I remember she would constantly be asking me about this wrestling. She'd want me to talk to the class about sharing the things that I learned. And I didn't learn anything about wrestling, but she was giving me that time to kind of share that thing. <laughs> but as a classroom, a lot of that was just, it, it got to me that it, she helped us understand that attitudes are contagious. When, when you come into a classroom the attitude that I portray or that others share, others are going to pick up on that and you're going to have an experience and it's going to be positive. But if you have somebody with a negative attitude that can really spread out and it can really change to more of a, a fixed mindset. So when I, when I have that optimism and my attitude can be contagious, I, I think that really shares with students as well. And, creates that positive classroom environment absolutely and i'm kind of curious you know to creating that positive classroom environment and antonio i'm gonna ask you for help on this i'm gonna let you think of a question uh, while i ask mine i want you to think on your next one kind of asking phil about some of his roles as a teacher uh, so phil i'm kind of curious you talked about creating that positive classroom environment other than just showing up with a smile you know what are some other things you do to kind of get those kids in a environment ready to learn um 
I, a lot of it had to go back to my thinking about I, I never know what kids come to school, what's happened to them that morning. Um, you don't know if they've missed breakfast. You don't know if they're getting their brothers and sisters ready. You don't know if it was a long night. I have no idea what goes on out some, sometimes outside the doors of my building. So I know I can be that positive person when they come into the classroom. I'm going to be that smile. I'm going to let them know that this is that safe place. But I'm also going to show interest. I'm going to smile. And I'm also going to try and remember things about every single kid. So I can say, hey, how did that soccer game go? Or, ooh, you had that dance recital this weekend. Were you able to get that? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to even try and say a dance move because <laughs> it, it would just go bad. But just being that person for somebody at school so they know that they, they feel safe, that this is a place for them to uh, have a chance to be successful and take risks. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Antonio, before we get to your question, uh, since we're shouting out teachers, I'll go ahead and shout out Mrs. Hamilton. She used yes. to be my choir teacher back in the day. Um, and it kind of like what you said, right? Was always there. Obviously, the school stuff, you'd hope she's there for it. And she absolutely was. Yeah. Um, but it's extra things. You know, if you were walking, you know, with a cast the one day or maybe football, you're walking with a little bit of a gimp, she'd stop and ask you. It's like, you know, what, what happened? And that extra concern, right? To make sure outside the classroom, you know, I care about you mentally and physically as well. How you doing? And that meant a big deal to me. So again, I wanted to shout her out. She was a great teacher. Not sure if she has the ticket app back in Northeast Nebraska, <laughs> but nonetheless, if she ever gets to her ear, that's great. But Antonio, do you have anything for Phil regarding, you know, what does he do to kind of make a great classroom? Um, so you've been you've been an educator throughout like all throughout every We don't need to remind people how old I am, Antonio, but go for it. <laughs> so you you've encountered a lot of scholars who who've been struggling. You've also encountered a lot of adults. So what would you, what would your advice be for not for not only scholars, adults, but for the whole world if they saw this? Oh wow, that's that's pretty deep, Antonio. Um I, I just want them to remember that they're not up. This is they, it's not a battle or uh, a, a journey that they have to take on their own. That there are people in their corners, and and I want to be that person in their corner for those kids and and help them be successful. And I think as adults that are dealing with scholars, you really just to listen. These scholars, they're they're vocalizing, they're telling you the things that they need, the, their wants, what their goals and attributions are, and if you can help, uh, uh, if you can help be that person from where they are to where they want to be. I think that's really kind of a cool thing. That's a great question, Antonio. Absolutely. And then, uh, Ellie, I'll ask you one more question before we go ahead and send it to our second break here. Uh, we kind of talked about it on Phil's aspect of what it likes, looks like being a teacher, bringing a positive environment to the classroom. But as a student, you know, what are some things that you can do just to be a better leader in the classroom and have that you know, respect for your classmates, but also at the same time being respectful towards that teacher? You know, what are some of the things you can do to be a good leader in the classroom? Yeah, well, I think Antonio kind of touched on it earlier, but, like, just doing what you're supposed to do, like, getting your homework done, like, listening to the teacher, like, staying focused in class. Like, yes, you can talk to your friends, but, like, save that for a time when it's not interrupting learning. And I think just being that kid that people can come to if they need help also, like, here, I'll help you with your, like, understand this problem, or did you not hear, like, what we're supposed to do tonight? I'll let you know, like, we have to do this page for homework. Like, just being that person that, helps people in your classroom be the better people that they can be. 
Absolutely. And again, uh, I, I I think we're going to have to shout out Mrs. Fike again because we have Mississippi Mud Dog from the text line said, I had Mrs. Fike as a teacher back in the day too. Wonderful lady. So again, uh, it kind of shows those teachers' impacts. You never know how many kids and how many lives they impact. Uh, but I guarantee you, everyone you talk to, they have a few teachers in the back of their head. They're like, yeah, that person uh, had a significant role in kind of forming who I was. So again, it, it's a super important position and that's why we have to support these guys. And it's awesome to have a student like Antonio in here going and asking these questions. So we're going to have one more segment again with Antonio taking over for Pete Ferguson on Bigger Than the Score. You guys can always join the show on the Starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. Uh, shout out to Mississippi Mudog and a few unknown texters that I already have. And again, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951. You could match a face to the voice there. This is Bigger Than the Score. We'll catch you guys on the other side of the break. <laughs> 